You'd like to improve your vision naturally. Listen closely. Fact. Clinical studies show you can improve night vision, sharpen focus, and reduce eye strain using natural nutrients. Fact. You won't see the results you deserve with drugstore brands because these proven vision-boosting nutrients are missing in most eye supplements. Dr. Julian Whitaker has sold 4 million bottles of his Vision Essentials formula with the clinical levels of all 17 must-have nutrients for better night vision and better visual acuity with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Don't settle for cheap supplements. Uninformed doctors who say there's nothing you can do or vitamins that only cover some of the nutrients. It's a fact. You can enjoy improved night vision, sharpen your vision, and focus more easily with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Improve the health of your eyes today. Vision Essentials will change the way you see the world. To get a free bottle of Vision Essentials for just the cost of shipping and processing, call 1-800-901-4645. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Oh yeah, here we go. Chuck Moore speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon Eastern Standard Time right here at the IRN USA Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 901-509-8957. 901-509-8957. And uh, we are joined by Alex Newman. He is a columnist with the New American Magazine, a young upcoming writer who is uh, has his hand on the pulse of a lot of issues that used to be called good government issues but now are being attacked. Alex, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thanks very much for having me. Alex, I wanted to um, discuss um, a- an issue other than the one that I mentioned to you, and, and that is because it just came across my desk here, and it's your writing on the on issues of education, particularly the Common Core curriculum. I know that you're working with my dear friend Sam Blumenfeld, who's the author of NEA Trojan Horse in American Education, and uh, who's been a, uh, a guest of mine going back probably about uh, 15 years now. And, uh, and he's uh, he's been on the cutting edge of this issue for years. I mean, long before people started to become aware of it. But it seems like now the uh, educrats in Washington and all of their enablers, the, both domestic and foreign, are really going for the jugular. They're really consolidating at a level that's unprecedented a national takeover of the education of our children. And that is this program called the Common Core Curriculum. Could you uh, please describe for us, in a nutshell, what this thing is? Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head on a couple of points right there. Uh, I am working with Sam. I think he really is the guy who, you know, brought out all this research going back into history, looking at John Dewey and what they were trying to do with education. I mean, they openly admitted that they wanted to make it so that American children couldn't read very well uh, because that would help the process along of turning America into a more socialistic country. And they didn't want to do it too quickly because, as they wrote, 
uh, Americans would have a violent reaction. <laughs> and why would they have a violent reaction? Well, because, you know, people expect their children to learn how to read when they give them to government schools for education. And that's not what we're seeing. So in response to this total disaster that they've created, uh, they've sold us another false solution, and that would be Common Core. And essentially, it, I mean, to condense it a lot, I've been researching this topic for six months. As you mentioned, I'm working on a, a book with Sam uh, that deals with this topic and others. But it, it's essentially a nationalization of education. This is, this is a uh, set of standards that were developed totally in secret. I mean, these were not developed by any government. These were developed by organizations funded by the federal government, the so-called National Governors Association and the so-called uh, Council of Chief State School Officers in collaboration with another uh, organization known as Achieve, Inc., which is, uh, in my opinion, even even more questionable. And I think people need to look into this, who the leaders are and what's going on there. But what they've done is they've written standards, and before anybody had a chance to notice it, to complain about it, to offer any input, they uh, pretty much bludgeoned 45 state governments into foisting these standards on their students. And they did that uh, with the Obama administration. I, I'm sure your listeners remember the stimulus program, so-called, and maybe they remember that Obama was saying, oh, we need uh, this new program so that we can make sure that state and local governments don't start firing uh, teachers and school officials and so on. And uh, so they put a bunch of billions in the stimulus uh, package, and they said to state governments, hey, we'll give you, you know, tons of stimulus money. We've got all these other grant programs going. All you guys have to do is accept these uh, national standards, these common core standards, uh, without really looking at it. You know, we, we haven't really tested it yet, nothing, but you guys just accept it, and then the money will start flowing. So they kind of they snuck it in like that. And then after they thought it was a done deal, after everything was in place and they started implementing it, then the news articles started coming out and they started telling people, well, you know, it's a done deal. We've got these national standards. It's going to raise the bar. It's going to make our kids ready for college. And if you look at the standards, that is absolutely false. This is a fraud. This is marketing fraud. I mean, if a business did something like this, I think federal and state agencies would be investigating for fraud because this is filled with fraud at every level. This is not going to improve education uh, and I know that because the people that they put on the Common Core Validation Committees, the subject matter experts, uh, Dr. Sandra Stotsky, who I've spoken to, uh, and Dr. Milgram at Stanford University, who dealt with the math, they both refused to uh, to sign off on these. They said these standards won't work. They're terrible. In some cases, they're incorrect. Uh, they're going to reduce critical thinking skills. And I mean, that, in a nutshell, is the agenda. Reduce critical thinking skills. Uh, I mean, make it so that kids are educated enough that, you know, they can do whatever uh, job the central planners have planned into existence for them, but they're not going to have critical thinking skills anymore. They're not going to have an appreciation of culture, of the foundations of Western civilization. It's uh, it's an extremely dangerous uh, proposition. And <clears throat> there's a lot of reasons for that, but I mean, I, I, I see this as one of the most crucial issues of our time because if they get control of the minds of America's children, there's no going back. You know, they, it's it, we're then past the point of no return. If if they get the kids, it's all over. Oh, so we really need to be on this. No, I mean, and, and that's right. I mean, they, if they grab, you know, and the Dewey, Dewey said so himself in his writing, as did his uh, various acolytes coming out of Columbia School of uh, Teaching, the so-called frontier thinkers, which was that uh, if you can control the, the minds of children, I mean, Lenin said this in, in the Bolshevik Revolution, then you can control the world. Yeah, you bet. And and so what what we have then here is that they they got money from the stimulus package. I mean, th this isn't the first time 
it's been attempted. Outcome-based education was in the 1990s under Clinton. You know, there have been other grabs at, at uh, a control, a nationalization of our children's minds, basically. And uh, in the case of the uh, present Common Core threat, they greased a few palms on the state level, mainly through the states, as opposed to what they tried to do before, which was to go directly to the various school boards around the country. I guess it was easier to just, you know, corrupt a governor rather than have to go through the whole messy process of town by town. And and the governors signed on to this thing in exchange for large sums of money, which flowed into the states. Uh, unfortunately, here in Massachusetts, where I am, our governor, the, the, the empty suit, Deval Patrick, signed on to this thing and dumbed down our state after decades of the people of our Commonwealth trying to improve educational standards. And they sold it out to this Common Core curriculum. You know, my daughter is a student at public schools, and I attend, attended the parents' night, and the teachers, one teacher in particular, was openly contemptuous of this and understood exactly what was going on, that the school had thrown out its standards in place of this uh, dumbed-down curriculum. Now, the curriculum is more than just a deliberate attempt to dumb down America, which was always the goal of John Dewey and the other so quietly and comfortably merged into a world, and that... Uh, but 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 it's also it has an element to it that um, is even more sinister than that, and that is that our children are being given these SNAP surveys and tests, uh, which are are not the parents are not informed about because they do it kind of quickly and they swoop in and do these things, in which case they are being asked personal questions about their parents, about their belief systems, about their you know, their parents' marriage, you know, whether there's a gun in the house, uh, you know, their psychology, and other things that are none of the business of the schools. And this information then is entered into a massive national database in Washington, I assume, where every single child is going to have a dossier set up that's going to follow them for the rest of their life. And that is a classic example of Plato's Republic brought in a manifestation. I mean, this is the government literally controlling people because they know everything about you. And I would just, I would urge parents who are listening to this program right now to tell the schools that their children are not to participate in any of these surveys ever under any condition. They want to, they will not have it happen. Do it in a nice way, you know, inform your principals. Talk about it with your fellow parents while you're waiting to pick your kids up. Talk about it with your colleagues. Don't hit people over the head with it. Just simply say that we're not participating in these surveys. There's no reason why the school, there's no justification for it. There's absolutely no reason why the school needs to know any of this information. And uh, I, I've talked to people about this, Alex, and I know that, there are situations where parents have said that they're not the kids aren't participating, and there's some retaliation, like you know they'll they'll they, they they can't make them participate, but they'll do things like, you know, the kid might get cut off from a social event. They can't go to the bowling night, or they can't go to a a party or something, or, or baseball. 
But I would just point out that if enough people stand up and start doing this, then it's going to reach a critical mass and they can't punish everybody. You know, it's a fundamental issue. You have to stand up and say no to this. There is no reason why schools should ever ask such questions of anybody. They can't justify it if you ask them. But whether they justify it or not, just don't do it. Anyway, yeah, I, I think you hit on another really important point here, and that's the data mining. This, this, I, I'm, I'm normally very careful with my words. I choose them very carefully and deliberately. I try my best not to be alarmist or blow things out of proportion. But I wrote a big report on this data mining that uh, that is picking up. Of course, all of it funded by the federal government. And I use the word Orwellian to describe it, and I think it's a very appropriate word in this case because what they're doing is, uh, like you said, they're they're prying into the minds of children to get the most intimate information out of them about their families, about their beliefs, about what they think about marriage, about what they think about all these controversial topics that they have absolutely no business knowing. And on top of that, they're like you said, they're setting up a dossier on every child in the United States that goes through the public school system, and a lot through that goes through. Uh, you know, government-funded charter schools and semi-private schools. And this information, I mean, there's 400 data points that they're looking for. And this is, I mean, central planning on steroids. What they're, what they're planning to do with this is follow children. This is in their own words, follow children from cradle to career. So they start them in pre-K, start gathering information, all the information from these common core tests that the federal government is funding. All of this is going into a central repository and it's going to be used by the Department of Labor, all these different government departments. This is a total, complete breakdown of all privacy, all the protections of the Fourth Amendment. All of it is out the window, and parents need to resist this. this is, if this actually succeeds, and if parents don't do something about it, it's, it's very possible that it will, it is going to be, I mean, a nightmare. It might take a generation or two, but uh, it's not going anywhere good, that's for sure. And some of the technology that they're talking about, I looked through a lot of these obscure uh, Federal Department of Education reports, they have some technology in the pipeline that the federal government is already funding and testing that would, I mean, it's it's stuff out of a science fiction movie. They want to monitor uh, students' facial expressions to see how they respond to, you know, their sex education classes where they're teaching them uh, all about different types of sex when they're 11, 12 years old and teaching them about homosexual marriages and masturbation. I mean, the stuff that they're doing... I think if parents knew there would be, you know, a pitchfork rally at the school or at the state capitol. And we are seeing the, the beginning of that, uh, an uprising all across the country against Common Core and this data mining. But uh, the political establishment and the educational establishment is absolutely determined to keep this in place and they have big money behind them. Okay, we'll be right back. We're going to take a break for commercials. Alex Newman's my guest from New American Magazine. Please stay tuned. You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years. We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. <laughs> Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the 
number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-284-5572. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-284-5572, 800-284-5572. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability? How about low libido or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight with Ambrin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Amberin Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9813. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Amberin right now, 1-800-245-9813. That's 1-800-245-9813. 1-800-245-9813. I owe over $10,000 to the IRS. I don't have the money, and now my wages are being garnished. You need tax representation. I'm really worried. The IRS just sent me a letter and they want to audit my business. You need tax representation. But who can I trust? Tax Representation Incorporated. It's a fact that if you owe taxes, the IRS has the power to take everything you own, including your home, your business, and even your freedom. If you receive a letter from the IRS, don't ignore it. Call Tax Representation Incorporated, and we'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats within the same day. Guaranteed. Don't ignore it. If you're being audited or have years of unfiled tax returns, a federal tax lien, or worse yet, been issued a wage garnishment or bank levy. Let the expert staff of tax attorneys and enrolled agents protect you from the IRS and get you the best tax representation and settlement guaranteed. We'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats same day guaranteed. Go to taxrepresentation.com. Call 800-574-3001. 800-574-3001. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Tune up the furnace, clean the gutters, remodel the kitchen, Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, plumbers, whatever type of home pro you need. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. And because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Alex Newman's my guest, New American Magazine, columnist, we're talking about this insidious takeover by our education systems of this common core curriculum. 
which is an unholy alliance between government and big private uh, entities and investors. I know that Bill Gates's foundation is heavily into this. You've got the um, the Pearson Group, which is a an education publishing company out of Texas. Actually, they're owned by the British. That uh, that is providing a lot of the textbooks. They have a very profound political slant. In fact, they've issued a book on the Constitution for high school students. That basically it doesn't even have the, it doesn't have the Constitution in it. What it has is summaries quote of the Constitution, in which they rewrite several of the bills of rights, including the Second Amendment, which they claim only uh, allows for the existence of militias regulated by the government. They leave out the part about uh, the right of the individual to keep and bear arms. And the First Amendment, they've suddenly put into that one this idea of a wall of separation between church and state, which is not in the First Amendment. In other words, they've got a political agenda. They are rewriting the Constitution to fit their own image, and they're molding, in that sense, the minds of our children. Now, I point out to people who are listening here that uh, if they want their children in their local community to have a liberal education, they believe in left-of-center ideas, then that's fine if that's what they want. But this is an issue that transcends liberal and conservative. It has more to do with our ability as parents to determine the nature of the education of our own children through our local elected officials, school board members, local city councils, people who are elected to make decisions about the curricula in our public schools. And if we want to elect people on the left who want to have a left curriculum, fine. The problem is you want to have that option as a parent, and you're paying for it out of your ta- out of your property taxes. You are paying to have the education conducted, and you're losing control over the ability to conduct it. Uh, you know, parents are being told more and more to stay outside the school because the school decides what happens with your child once they enter into that door. And what they're doing inside the school, whether you like it or not, is something that you have surrendered a large degree of control over. And that's not the American way. You know, we have to trust ourselves to know what's best for our own children, not trust this nationalized, even internationalized entity that is not just part of the government, but I'm actually more troubled by the fact that it's private, that basically the government not only has usurped the power of local school boards to run education, but they've turned over a portion of that power to unelected bureaucracies who are in it either for the money or they're in it for the ideology of changing the nature of humanity. Alex, what say you? Uh, I think, again, you hit on a ton of really, really important points right there. Uh, Let me start with the internationalization of this, uh, because I think that's a crucial element as well. Um, A lot of people are looking at Common Core as just an isolated phenomenon that's here in the United States, but uh, that would be inaccurate, actually. I did the research, uh, and since I put out my original big report on this, I've found even more information. Um, This is an international effort. This is an international agenda to create global citizens. And, uh, I mean, these people openly talk about it. Secretary of Education Arne Duncan, Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates signed an agreement with UNESCO in 2004 where they agreed that they were going to develop a uh, 
curriculum that would reflect the values of UNESCO. Now, I encourage people to look up UNESCO if they're not familiar with it. Look at the people who have run this organization. Look at their goals. Look at their stated intentions. Uh, Ronald Reagan actually pulled us out of UNESCO because it was a radical left-wing anti-American group of lunatics. And then George Bush, for some reason, put us back in it. But uh, this is a international effort to standardize what every kid in the entire world learns. And if people know anything about the history of the United Nations, the goals of the United Nations, the top people in the United Nations, uh, that is a very, very frightening prospect. And now UNESCO, actually, as we speak, is working on developing what they call a world core curriculum. And this world core curriculum emphasizes a lot of the same things that Common Core does. Uh, we all evolved from rocks that had turned into slime, that turned into bacteria, that turned into monkeys, that turned into people. Uh, they emphasize this global warming stuff as if it was actually settled science rather than pseudo-quackery. Um, and so what you have here is they're instilling values in your children. And these are not, you know, American values. <laughs> these are not uh, the type of values right. that you might no, expect your children to get at school, a constitution, these kinds of things. These are global, new age, very strange values that are completely alien to U.S. traditions, to U.S. history, to the Constitution, to Western civilization and Christianity. And that's where we're moving. And they're very open about it. Well put, Alex. We have to take a break for news. Stay with us. We'll be back after news here at the Ireland USA Network. Try to improve your vision naturally. Listen closely. Fact. Clinical studies show you can improve night vision, sharpen focus, and reduce eye strain using natural nutrients. Fact. You won't see the results you deserve with drugstore brands because these proven vision-boosting nutrients are missing in most eye supplements. Dr. Julian Whitaker has sold 4 million bottles of his Vision Essentials formula with the clinical levels of all 17 must-have nutrients for better night vision and better visual acuity with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Don't settle for cheap supplements. Uninformed doctors who say there's nothing you can do or vitamins that only cover some of the nutrients. It's a fact. You can enjoy improved night vision, sharpen your vision, and focus more easily with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Improve the health of your eyes today. Vision Essentials will change the way you see the world. To get a free bottle of Vision Essentials for just the cost of shipping and processing, call 1-800-901-4645. 800-901-4645. 800-901-4645. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Chuck Morse Speaks. Okay, we're back. Alex Newman's here. We're talking about uh, Common Core curriculum. Uh, Alex, you have an article up uh, on this issue of New American Magazine, Common Core Architect Now Dumbing Down SATs. This has been making big news around the country. 
Um, you know, so it looks like the Common Core has got their hands on the SAT tests. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it, it's part of a broader trend, I think, that we're seeing, and that's that these Common Core uh, proponents are determined not to let anybody escape from the grasp of Common Core, and that includes private schooled students, homeschoolers, etc. And so the architect of Common Core um, this the guy who actually developed a lot of the standards over at Achieve Inc. After he was done with that, he was put in charge of the college board, which runs the uh, the SAT. And in addition to dumbing it down, uh, and it's very clear that it's been dumbed down. I mean, in, in public statements, they talk about they're taking out uh, hard words that students might not need to know in the future. They're dumbing down the math to make it more, quote-unquote, focused uh, and relevant to the real world. So this is a dumbing down. <clears throat> it's certainly not the first time it's been dumbed down. The scores have been plunging, and so to make up for that, they make it dumber, uh, and then the scores plunge more, and so they make it dumber. And this has been ongoing for decades now. Um, you know, they don't want parents and everybody to realize what the heck is going on with our government schools. They just continue getting worse and worse, so they keep making the test easier and easier. But now what they've done is taken it a step further. They've done the next round of dumbing down, so they've made it easier so the students can score higher without knowing as much, but they've also aligned it with Common Core. And the same thing has happened with the ACT, uh, the other big uh, college entrance exam. And I think one of the primary reasons for this uh, is because, well, you know, they say, well, it needs to be aligned with Common Core because now students from 45 states are going to be learning from the Common Core. But another reason, I think, is to make sure that nobody escapes from their grasp. So you have five states, at least, that are not using Common Core. You have homeschoolers. You have private schools. I think about half of the Catholic schools so far have uh, rejected Common Core. But uh, as part of this process of making everything Common Core compliant, textbooks, uh, the national exams, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they had to get the SAT and the ACT because otherwise, uh, you know, they would have all these children, all these students flipping through their grasp. You would have homeschoolers who wouldn't use Common Core aligned material. Uh, and I suspect that, uh, th you know, this, it's all part of the broader agenda. They want everybody learning from Common Core. And we're seeing it in the homeschool realm, for example, a lot of the homeschool curriculums out there for parents are now being aligned with Common Core, a lot of the textbooks. Uh, and even in states where uh, you have some school districts rejecting Common Core, the, you know, local control states where the school district decides what standards to use, uh, then the state governments are coming in and saying, well, we're going to have to use these uh, national testing consortiums that are, of course, funded by the federal government. And so they're trying to make it so that there is no escape from Common Core for students who want to, say, go to college or get a good job. Even the GEDs are now being aligned with Common Core, the test that students can take so that they can uh, get a high school diploma without actually getting one. So this is all-encompassing. They, they don't want to let anybody slip through the cracks, and I think that's what we're seeing here. You know, it's, it seems like they are really going for this hermetically sealed universe. I mean, this is, you know, people think communism is dead. Um, I would suggest they take a little look at Common Core before they, you know, pa uh, pass an epithet on communism. I mean, if this isn't a communistic thing, I don't know what is. You know, they should call it Communist Core. This is a something lot of people where, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's. I'm not surprised. I'm sure I would. It's I didn't Common come Core. up with that one. <laughs> but uh, you know, look. The the bottom line is that uh, this is a complete top down control over the minds and the souls of our young sons and daughters going to school at vulnerable ages. They're expanding it up to the higher grades. As you say, Alex, they're expanding it even to homeschooling. 
and to Catholic schools and private schools and the states that are not signed on to this thing. And uh, I guess that, uh, you know, in the same way that um, Whitaker Chambers combated the uh, communist conspiracy in the 40s by simply exposing it and making a difference, what we can do today, the only real tool that we have, the only real uh, weapon we have is exposure. Okay, we'll take another break here. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is He good? And if He's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from, and where are we going, and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer. Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did, and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network.
Okay, we're back. Alex Newman's my guest, New American Magazine. Check out his articles on the archive at the New American. We're talking specifically about Common Core Architect, his article, Common Core Architect Now Dumbing Down SATs. Uh, Alex, we've talked about the conspiracy by the uh, education establishment working with private entities to hermetically seal control over all education in America and extended around the world. I want to talk now a little bit about what actually Common Core curricula is on a day-to-day basis. Uh, not so much the philosophy of faddish New Age ideas like global warming and evolution and other sort of uh, pseudoscientific agendas, but the actual methodology of how education is conducted. In other words, you know, in, in America, we conventionally assume that our children are being taught how to think cognitively, how to, you know, assimilate ideas critically, how to, uh, you know, develop a body of knowledge and how to assimilate that body of knowledge in a way that they can then become independent, sovereign people. Now, my understanding is that the common core philosophy essentially is the opposite of that. What Common Core is, is that it turns education into a, into a, a propaganda soapbox. It's, a, uh, it's behaviorism. It's a teaching stimulation and uh, Pavlovian response, and, and basically it's teaching younger people. It's scrambling young people's minds through things like, uh, you know, look, say, reading and, and whatever they're calling it right now, you know, whole language, so that they can become, you know, human resources. They can become docile, pliable uh, human resources to work for big corporations or for or to become socialized by the state. Uh, could you talk a bit about the nature of the education itself? Yeah, I think you actually described it very well just now, and I agree entirely with your assessment. I mean, if we focus first on the English and language arts component of this, uh, which is Sorry about this, Alex. We're getting some quick breaks here. I apologize. We'll be right back. Oh, no. Please stay tuned. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to our new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it be meant suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Author, journalist, and American patriot, this is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. Alex Newman's here. Common Core Architect now dumbing down SAT is the article on New American. 
Al, let's talk a bit, if you will, about the nature of the education around Common Core, the modality of education. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> on the English component, I think is a good uh, place to start. What you have is they've really stripped out a lot of the old uh, fiction literature, the classics, you know, the things that people like us read when we were in school, and they've replaced it with uh, what they call uh, nonfiction informational text. And so some of the examples I pulled out for my article, uh, and I think they are representative, uh, was uh, one, for example, from the EPA about how much insulation you need to have in your house for energy efficiency. Uh, another one was an executive order from Obama about uh, environmental protection and these types of things. And so rather than say, reading Shakespeare and analyzing it and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what the deeper meanings are and these kinds of things, things that build critical thinking skills, things that get kids thinking and wondering and curious and fascinated with the world, they're going to be reading this dry nonsense, uh, things that shouldn't even exist in the first place. What is Obama doing writing all these silly executive orders, uh, usurping legislative authority exactly. from Congress? Uh, and especially, what are the kids doing reading this? So what, it's, what it seems to me like they're doing here is they're raising up uh, the next generation of Americans to be obedient followers of instructions. Uh, you know, they might be able to read and understand an executive order and understand how to implement it, but they won't understand, uh, you know, they won't even have the ability. And, and the education reformers and the establishment have talked about this for a long time. They don't want people to have the ability to think and to question these types of things. They, you know, they want them to have enough knowledge and enough basic education to be able to complete the tasks that the... Uh, you know, the powers that be assigned to them, and, and this very much seems like a movement towards central planning. Um, but they don't want people to have critical thinking skills, the, the ability to say, wait a minute, why am I reading this executive order in the first place? Is this an appropriate executive order? Should we even have these executive orders? Instead, the goal is, you know, decipher this and, uh, you know, figure out how to obey the instructions. And I, th I think that really encapsulates what Common Core is about. And then if you look at the math section, um, Dr. Milligram from Stanford University, when he read through it, he wrote in a letter, hey, this math is actually incorrect. I mean, it's not just that these are bad standards, it's that the math is mathematically incorrect. <laughs> and if you look at wow. the philosophy of behind the teaching, it, it's a lot of this, uh, you know, group work, and there is no right answer, just explain how you got to the answer, uh, and then that'll do it. And so you're really getting a dumbing down of education. You're getting an educational philosophy that, uh, you know, we know doesn't work. You mentioned the uh, the whole language method to learn how to read. We know that doesn't work. Uh, Sam Blumenfeld, who I'm working on this book with, has done mountains of research showing this to be the case, and a lot of other experts have as well. Uh, we know that doesn't work. We know the kids need to learn to read by the phonics method uh, because that's the nature of our alphabet. That's, our, that's the nature of our communication system. But, uh, you know, that's not what they want. They're not interested in uh, literate children who can go out and read whatever they want and can think and understand things and question things. They want, uh, you know, obedient citizens. And I think that's what they're going to get with Common Core unless parents get busy and put a stop to this. You know, Alex, I've already interviewed people around the country who have uh, children or who know of children who are suddenly their entire mood, their entire continence has changed when they introduce this Common Core curriculum. And they're doing it, you know, kind of like almost like a kamikaze mission. They fly in and boom, there it is. And uh, it's creating, you know, depression. It's creating dissonance. It's creating anxiety. It's creating all sorts of things that we don't want our children to ever have to deal with at that age. 
Nobody should have to. And, uh, you know, the stories are becoming very alarming out there. You know, check out what your children are learning. Ask them questions about what they're doing in school. You know, I mean, I think all parents should spend at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day with their children alone just hanging out and checking out what's going on. Don't come on, you know, don't come down on them like a ton of bricks, but just sort of see if you can find out what's going on and if something's bothering them because you've got increased numbers of children who are clearly being changed by this system that is stripping away the ability of a person to become a fully integrated human being who understands more complexities in life. That's what education is supposed to be about. This isn't a manual training ground. You know, education is not a boot camp. It's supposed to be a broad exposure to a vast body of knowledge and the ability to integrate and assimilate that knowledge. You know, to give you cognitive skills, not this kind of, you know, narrowed, you know, focused, uh, you know, dull uh, type of, of agenda that, that you're talking about. And uh, I am outraged that they would do something like analyze an executive order without talking about whether or not the president has a constitutional authority to issue it. Anyway, we'll be right back. We'll take another break. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability. How about low libido or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight with Ambrin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Ambrin Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9813. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Ambrin right now, 1-800-245-9813. That's 1-800-245-9813. Chuck Morse Speaks. Okay, we're back. Alex Newman's my guest, New American Magazine, that freedom shall not perish. Uh, he's got an archive up there of, of a pretty good broad section of issues, excellent stuff. Um, we're talking here about the Common Core curriculum. Uh, Alex, we only have a few minutes left, so uh, just talk a little bit about what you're working on right now. I mean, any articles that we should watch for? Great. Um, I wanted to add one more comment to what you mentioned about the what's happening with Please. children through Common Core. I've interviewed a lot of state lawmakers who have gotten busy in this issue. Uh, a lot of them have been hosting uh, hearings around their states. I've looked at Wisconsin, for example, and the state of New York. And what's almost unanimously coming out of these hearings from parents and teachers, uh, at least teachers who are not you know, being coerced into testifying in favor of Common Core, is that there is a very real problem with children who are being forced to endure this kind of thing. Uh, State Representative Al Graff in New York, who's on the Education Committee and has a degree in education, described it to me as state-sponsored child abuse. And, I mean, that's a serious charge, and I don't think he makes it lightly. What we're seeing here is really 
dangerous, dangerous, dangerous stuff for our children's minds and for their souls, and parents need to get involved. Uh, as far as what else I'm working on, one of the big subjects that uh, I'm dealing with a lot right now, other than education, is uh, something that probably most Americans have never heard of. It's called FATCA, uh, but people need to hear about it. It's a um, new addition to the sprawling U.S. tax regime and the consequences for Americans here in the United States, for our economy, for Americans abroad, and the implications in terms of where uh, the establishment promoting global integration wants to take this all are very frightening. So I think uh, people need to learn about it. Uh, They're already talking about creating a global uh, tax information sharing regime, and we're moving down there very quickly, and the establishment media is not even talking about it. So that's why I've uh, delved into this so much. Can uh, you stay stay in a little bit into the next hour? I want to roll this one out a little bit. Absolutely. Can yeah. you stick with me uh, after the news break? Yeah, because this, this to me, this is not something that I, I'm up on at all. Um, you know, it doesn't surprise me, given the fact that, uh, you know, the IRS, which is, of course, a collection agency, um, has been uh, engaged in, in abuse this past year going after members of President Obama's enemies list. But uh, we'll be back after the news break with Alex Newman with a a very interesting and little-known event here. We'll be back after news. Forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Stand up and stop taking abuse from your kids. I pledge never to let my kid disrespect me ever again. I pledge to stop letting my daughter walk all over me. I pledge to stop living in fear of my son's anger. I pledge never to feel like a bad parent ever again. Because I'm not. I pledge to stop letting my child's behavior control my home. I pledge to be a mom with kids who listen. A total transformation mom. I'm Janet Lehman, co-creator of the Total Transformation Program. We created the Total Transformation to help parents with difficult child behavior. Now I'm giving it away free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. Call 1-800-326-0285. 1-800-326-0285. Call now. That's Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. 
Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks here at the IRN USA Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 901-509-8957, 901-509-8957. Alex Newman is sticking around this hour as well. In the first hour, he's with the New American Magazine. In the first hour, we discussed the Common Core curriculum. Uh, he's doing a lot of very good groundbreaking work on this sort of internationalization and even privatization of various elements that used to be under the control of the sovereign citizen as individuals and our representative governments on the state level and in Washington. And uh, in this particular case, Alex, you're writing about this new entity that is supposed to standardize taxation. Could you talk a bit on that? Alex, are you there? Yep, here I am. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, can you hear me okay? Yeah, no, um, I can. Yeah, I think we dropped talk- the call for a minute. Though. Okay, no problem. Uh, there's just a bit of an echo in your phone, but that's okay. I think we'll work it out. Um, talk a bit, if you will, about this uh, issue you're researching right now regarding uh, the standardization of our taxation system. I mean, this is actually uh, an extremely complex topic in my uh, eight years in journalism. Uh, I've actually, I can't really think of a lot of issues that I've come across that were this complex, uh, and, you know, and to try to simplify them for uh, for average readers to understand. But what happened in 2010, Obama and the Democrats got together and they passed uh, what's known as the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act, FATCA for short. And this has been described as the worst tax law that Americans never heard of. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a good description because there are so many elements of this that are just going to radically transform, uh, so, so many things, uh, ranging from, uh, you know, global taxation issues to the U.S. economy to, uh, to, I mean, every different angle you look at each time I, you know, scratch the surface somewhere, I end up opening up a whole new can of worms. So just this morning, actually, uh, I, I published a big article at the New American, uh, and this again is just one very small component of this massive, massive issue. But uh, it's headlined: Obama tax scheme could destabilize banks and spark economic crisis. So one of the elements of this um, this new tax regime that they're putting in place is uh, it's known as data exchange. So what they want to do is the Obama administration is going to share information on foreigners that we have. And foreign governments are going to share information on Americans overseas and Americans from the United States who have accounts overseas. So the supposed goal is to be able to track down, uh, by their own estimates, about an extra billion dollars per year. They say that, uh, you know, people are evading taxes by opening bank accounts in foreign countries and so on. And so the U.S. is pretty unique in that it taxes citizens no matter where in the world they are. Uh, so they, so to find this extra billion dollars or so, they passed this uh, massive, massive scheme known as FATCA. And what it's going to do is it's essentially going to um, pretty much erode the Fourth Amendment to the point where it no longer means anything. Uh, I mean, every bank in the entire world now, every single bank in the entire world, if they do any business with the United States, is going to be required to find out which of their account holders are U.S. persons and record all that information either directly to the IRS or to their government, which is then reported to the IRS. 
And what's happened as a result of this, uh, first I'll focus on what I just put out this morning, which is about how this is going to destabilize the American financial system. Um, so in exchange for all these foreign governments and foreign banks giving all this information to the Obama administration and to the IRS, uh, you know, obviously they needed some kind of enticement to convince them to do that. So what Obama said was, you know, for 100 years now, people from all over the world have been able to put their money in the United States. And uh, that, of course, was not disclosed to their governments. If you live in Venezuela or, you know, Latin America or certain Asian countries or, you know, even a, a lot of European countries, if you're from Ukraine, for example, or Russia, uh, you know, you might want to get your money out of the reach of the greedy and insane politicians in your country. Uh, or, you know, maybe you live in Argentina or Venezuela where the governments and the central bankers are inflating the currency to nothing. So what they do, they open up American bank accounts and they deposit uh, money here in the United States. Well, now, because of FATCA, Obama is planning to force all American banks to gather up this information on these account holders, and they're going to report it back to foreign governments. So if you're a Venezuelan who has uh, an account in Miami, you're trying to keep you know, your life savings from being confiscated or inflated away by the socialist regime down there, Obama is now going to go, he's going to force the banks to hand over this information, and actually the, the first reports on this were due last week, and then he's going to share it with foreign governments. So now the uh, socialist regime in Venezuela will know that you have an account here in the United States. And of course, the potential for mischief is enormous. I mean, we know the, you know, the type of government that Venezuela has. They're trying to steal everything that they can in the name of the socialist revolution. And so suppose, for example, uh, you know, they, they might not be able to access it directly, but suppose they leak it to their, uh, you know, terrorist buddies or their militia and they say, hey, this guy's got, uh, you know, $500,000 in the U.S. Why don't you go kidnap his children? Uh, we know he's got this money and then we'll demand the $500,000 in exchange for his children. So what this is doing is it's causing um, foreigners who have their money deposited in the United States to withdraw it. They don't want their government finding out that they have this money here, and for very good reason. Uh, you know, if you, again, if you lived in Venezuela, you would not want this insane socialist regime knowing that you had your money here. Uh, so now these people are taking the money out, and they're putting it in banks in other countries, in Panama, in Switzerland, you know, anywhere other than the United States, because the United States is now going to tell your government that you have money here. And the potential for problems with this is enormous. Um, we have about $400 billion worth of foreign uh, non-resident alien, they call it, uh, deposits in the United States. So that's foreigners who do not live here, who have their money deposited in American banks. And the way American banks are structured, every dollar in deposits uh, translates into about $9 worth of lending. So if even a fraction of this money starts fleeing the country in response to this, then that's widely anticipated to happen if this isn't, uh, you know, if this isn't stopped, uh, we could end up with uh, destabilization of the banking sector uh, and, in a worst-case scenario, potentially even another economic crisis. And it's not me saying this. This is, um, you know, bankers. This is politicians. I, I talked to uh, Representative Cosey's office. He's one of the guys who's uh, working to stop this in Congress. And another element to this is that Obama is doing it all on his own. He has no uh, statutory and obviously no constitutional authority to be doing this, to be offering uh, foreign governments information on uh, financial stuff that's going on in the United States. So what he's done is through, uh, they call them the inter intergovernmental agreements. These, of course, were not envisioned in the FATCA statute. Uh, obviously, Obama has no power to negotiate these kinds of things. Um, <clears throat> and the Senate is not given a chance to, uh, to consent to these as if they were treaties like the Constitution requires. But um, he's negotiating these IGAs with foreign governments all over the world. And basically, they're just going to start exchanging information. So any information on Americans who have any 
anything to do with that country will go to Obama and the IRS, and anything on their citizens happening here in the United States will go to the foreign governments, whether that be uh, Vladimir Putin's regime in Russia or the Venezuelans or any other government. And in response to all this, or you know, perhaps this was actually one of the motivations to begin with, I don't know, and it wouldn't surprise me, but um, the OECD, the Organization for uh, Economic Development and uh, Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, you know, one of these tax-funded globalist organizations, it's not quite the UN, but it's a similar type of thing with the advanced economy. So the G20, after in response to FATCA, they said, hey, OECD, you guys need to start putting together a global one of these. You know, it, it's not it's not going to work for the Obama administration just to become the, the dictator of the world and force every bank and every foreign government to do his bidding to track down an extra billion dollars or so in tax revenue. So in response to this, we're just going to build a global system, a global tax information sharing regime where all governments are just going to automatically exchange all information on their citizens with each other. Uh, so, I mean, this is this is monumental. This is an end to financial privacy completely. Uh, it, you know, the Fourth Amendment essentially means nothing now. And when you look at the, the forces behind this and the players behind this, it's very easy to see that the tax information sharing regime is not the end goal. Uh, we know because uh, the people who support it have said so. Uh, like Socialist International, for example, is uh, perhaps the premier alliance of socialist and communist political parties around the world. They control, uh, I don't know, dozens of governments, these political parties. I mean, a lot of them are out of power as well, but it's a huge alliance of socialist parties. And they met in uh, South Africa last year with the uh, ANC and the South African Communist Party. And they uh, they signed an agreement that says, hey, one of our big goals right now is to push for this automatic sharing of tax information. And what they want to do with this is build on it to create eventually what amounts to a global taxation regime. Uh, you have the IMS putting out reports that uh, we're going to need some kind of global one-off wealth tax. Uh, they're going to go after everybody who has any sort of assets. And what they're doing with this FATCA regime and then the OECD's version of the FATCA regime is ensuring that nobody has anywhere to hide. Uh, everybody is going to be pleased, except, of course, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them, the establishment, the powers that be, because there are loopholes in this that are big enough where if you have, you know, billions and billions and billions or trillions of dollars to hide, uh, you can hire armies of accountants and lawyers and tax planners and consultants to figure out how to get around this. So this is for the middle class and for the upper middle class to be fleeced. This has nothing to do with catching uh, tax cheats, as the Obama administration would like us to believe. And we know for a fact that the cost of this are going to be many, many, many times greater, potentially 100 or 200 times greater than the supposed billion dollars they're hoping to extract with it. So th there's problems on this on so many levels. I've done a big series of reports on this at The New American uh, online, and I'm going to be compiling all these into a very big report that's going to be the cover story in The New American magazine, uh, the print version. Uh, probably next month will be the cover date. So, Isn't that amazing? I mean, this... It's uh, it's so consistent with with what else we've been talking about here, in terms of an international, privatized actually because central bankers often run, run the uh, issuance of currency in nations, including our own, but control over, the money of everyone in the world, uh, through through this automated system, where under the guise of going after some bad people which really in the conventional American constitutional sense should be done through a warrant, should be done through congressional oversight, should be done by order of a, uh, you know, the FBI or, you know, there's a process by which 
information could be obtained, or if a foreign government wants to get somebody who is, uh, you know, keeping money inside the United States under illicit circumstances, they can request something from the State Department. I mean, there's a system in place to deal with specific situations. But like so much else, the kind of the world order types are discarding those conventions which protect privacy and protect private ownership, and they're simply going to indict everyone, which basically means that every single individual in the world eventually, but certainly in this country under Obama's um, regime here, is going to become technically a criminal. We are all going to be viewed as enemies of the state before any accusations are made. You know, I mean, I, I've written articles about this and how this traces back to the signing of emergency legislation in 1933 by Franklin Roosevelt, which basically turned every American citizen into an enemy of the federal government. Um, but this is an expansion of this idea. It also shows, as you say, Alex, the vulnerability of our currency system, which allows private banks inside the United States to engage in what's called fractional reserve banking, which is to say that they can actually issue currency 10 times the amount of what they have in-house. And that's a more systemic problem that can be discussed separately. All right, we're going to take a break here. Alex Newman's my guest. We'll be right back. I'm Gina Jerwitz. I used to be a hairstylist. And my name is John Jerwitz. I used to be an auto mechanic. Nine years ago, we actually called into Andy Wolby's three-step plan for a home business. And when we started the three-step plan, we started part-time. But within the first year, I decided to go full-time. And then a year later, I went full-time. We really enjoyed the freedom that comes with us. It's given us more time to be with family, and it's given us the ability to be able to do some traveling. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, the three-step plan home business system has been helping people find financial freedom for over 10 years. And I think we could help you too. What people like best about the three-step plan is you can actually have customers calling you. You don't have to be a salesperson and you get to work with nice family-oriented people. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 800-480-2102. I'm really worried. We should have paid off our debt years ago, but we've barely even made any progress. We've tried budgeting and debt roll down to pay off the smallest debt first, but we just keep falling off track. We haven't even paid off our credit cards yet. We completely understand where you're coming from. Getting out of debt is so hard and stressful. It takes so much time, discipline, and work that most people fall off track within the first year. Nine-Year Mortgage has a guaranteed solution to help you become debt-free. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before. You really can become debt-free, even if you haven't been able to do it on your own. Our average client pays off all of their debt, including their mortgage, in only nine years. To get your nine-year mortgage CD for free, call today, 800-226-8131. Become debt-free faster than you ever dreamed possible. Call 800-226-8131. 800-226-8131. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, how about low libido or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. 
But you're in luck because Amberin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight with Amberin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Amberin Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9813. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Amberin right now, 1-800-245-9813. That's 1-800-245-9813. 1-800-245-9813. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Chuck Morse. Thank you very much, Alex Newman's my guest, New American Magazine. Alex, this is really an interesting story, and you're you're really breaking it nationally, and I'm hoping to help you do it. Um, you, you know, this is something that, um, you know, again, this transcends uh, political issues, left, right, center. This is an issue of, um, of, of private ownership, of freedom, of the ability of... Uh, you know, the American citizen to basically have some level of discretion regarding the uh, the maintenance of their own money, uh, their own wealth, their own ability to, to con- engage in transactions uh, privately without government interference. Uh, it's an issue of how our national government ought to be conducting itself in a way that preserves and stabilizes the value of the currency. I mean, the whole question of a Federal Reserve, that's another topic for another day. But the fact is that that is our system. The government borrows money from the Fed and all that. But even within that system, what we're seeing here is a transfer of the ability to essentially manage and regulate our currency from the what we have now, which is managed by the Fed, essentially, to, to what looks to me to be shaping up as an international body. And, uh, you know, it's just so consistent with what we're talking about with Common Core curriculum, I've done programs on on the Agenda 21, which is a an internationalization of environmental policies, and uh, you know, and so many other areas as well. But uh, I, I I guess that uh, how far along are they on this? I mean, where does the whole thing stand? Well, the way the Treasury has put it, uh, you know, I, I've, I've talked to the Treasury quite a few times in my research on this. Uh, they see it as a done deal. There's, you know, it, it's in place. There's nothing more to discuss. It, it's happening. But uh, the reality is that uh, there is a lot of opposition that's building quietly. 
the, the press has been absolutely terrible, and I mean terrible, astoundingly terrible in reporting on this. Uh, but we had, for example, uh, earlier this year, the Republican National Committee passed a resolution calling for the repeal of FATCA. Uh, this was almost virtually completely ignored in the establishment media. Uh, there was uh, an article in Reuters about it, uh, which was so disgraceful. I, I don't think they should be called a news agency. They portrayed this as, uh, you know, Republicans are, are in favor of uh, tax evasion, which is absolutely ridiculous. And what they didn't tell their readers is that Thomson Reuters, the company that owns the news agency, on the other side of its business, same business, they sell FATCA compliance services. So they're going to be getting rich off of this because it's so monumentally complex that nobody can understand it, not even the banks that are supposed to implement it and the foreign government. And so we've just seen a disgraceful lack of coverage on, on this. And this is very, very far reaching. Uh, you mentioned the Fed and, you know, the, the scam in terms of how our monetary system operates. Uh, that's at the heart of this. But even beyond that, when you look at the trends, when you look at where they want to go, uh, they're trying to make this system international. What they want to do, and they talk about it openly, I've written extensively on this subject as well, um, You know, it, it's not even a conspiracy, it's not even secret, because they talk about it in the open, uh, top-level officials from China, from Russia, from Europe, from the United States, uh, they want to create a global currency system and a global uh, financial system. What, what they're talking about here is having the IMF uh, start issuing an international reserve currency once the dollar falls, and I suspect that it will eventually. I don't know when, but uh, the day is coming. Right now, the U.S. dollar serves as the international reserve currency, but that's not going to last forever, uh, probably not even much longer. And this FATCA might uh, help put the final nail in the coffin for the dollar. And once that happens, they want to turn these uh, IMF special drawing rights, so-called, into the international reserve currency. And what that would essentially do is transfer the uh, monetary authority from uh, you know national central banks, which are themselves uh, private institutions owned by uh, private banks, <clears throat> to this international institution known as the IMF. And at the same time that they're doing all this, the Obama administration is trying to defy Congress and work with Vladimir Putin to empower the IMF to double the resources they have to reduce the U.S. government's influence at the IMF. And then on the other side, you have the United Nations becoming louder and louder and louder in its proposals to uh, to institute a global tax. Uh, I think uh, two years ago, they were pitching a global tax on airlines. Uh, so as soon as they get their foot in the door with this global tax, and it is coming, if people don't do something about it, we are going to have a global tax under some pretext or another. They don't care what the pretext is, whether it's you know global warming or health or stopping tax evasion or airline or carbon emissions. They, they don't give two hoots about what the excuse is for their global tax but they want a global tax and they want it badly and they plan to get it. So what we're seeing here is um, basically sovereign powers moving away from national governments to the international arena. And FATCA is going to help accelerate this process big time. It's going to do unimaginable damage to the U.S. economy, uh, probably the biggest victims of this so far. And, uh, you know, this affects me personally, but it's not why I got involved in the issue is what it's doing to Americans who live overseas. I grew up almost my whole life overseas. I still spend uh, more than half the year overseas most of the time, and for the last five years, I've been living four and a half of them abroad. And this is going to be devastating to Americans. Alan, stick with us. We're going to have to take a break for news. I want to continue after news here. Uh, IRN USA Radio Network. Stay tuned for news.
$10,000 to the IRS. I don't have the money, and now my wages are being garnished. You need tax representation. I'm really worried. The IRS just sent me a letter, and they want to audit my business. You need tax representation. But who can I trust? Tax Representation Incorporated. It's a fact that if you owe taxes, the IRS has the power to take everything you own, including your home, your business, and even your freedom. If you receive a letter from the IRS, don't ignore it. Call Tax Representation Incorporated, and we'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats within the same day. Guaranteed. Don't ignore it. If you're being audited or have years of unfiled tax returns, a federal tax lien, or worse yet, been issued a wage garnishment or bank levy, let the expert staff of tax attorneys and enrolled agents protect you from the IRS and get you the best tax representation and settlement guaranteed. We'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats same day guaranteed. Go to taxrepresentation.com. Call 800-574-3001. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-540-0364. 1-800-540-0364. That's 1-800-540-0364. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Alex Newman's here. We're talking about um, essentially the the implementation, and it's an extraordinary charge, Alex. One that uh, I, I think most people it kind of comes out of the blue, and most people can't get their heads around it. Partially because when you talk about money and and, and currency. The language is so deliberately opaque that we don't understand it, but it takes a while to pierce the veil, as you have done so effectively, and actually understand what they're talking about. But what they're talking about here, and you make this case very well, is essentially an international currency that will be completely out of the control of the U.S. government, of the U.S. citizen, the value of our currency, the value of our dollar, the issuance of currency, will be under another authority other than uh, our own government and, in, the, in America's case, largely a Federal Reserve, which is another subject. But uh, if we're going to surrender that ability, especially after, as you say, the upcoming and most likely um, depinging of the U.S. of international currencies on the U.S. dollar, which has been the Bretton Woods system since 1945, and which does seem to be coming up, then we're going to have a major, I would assume, a pretty pretty serious depression in this country. And that will be followed up by the, 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 the shining knight in white you know, in armor coming in and suggesting that the way to solve this problem, and it'll be real, will be the acceptance by the American people of an international money. 
Uh, is that in, in, in a nutshell? That's exactly, exactly what I think is happening here. Um, when the dollar implodes, and I do think it's a matter of when uh, rather than if, because at this point, you know, the, the deck is stacked against us. There's very little that can be done at this point to rescue the U.S. dollar that's, uh, you know, as you said, issued by this private cartel of banks that call themselves the Federal Reserve. And this was all deliberate, of course. But the Bretton Woods system is going to come to an end. And what's amazing to me is that they're not even being uh, secretive about it. They're out in the open now pushing this uh, idea that the IMF should run the global currency. And when that happens, uh, I mean, right now we see we can we can use the United States as a perfect example. When they got the Federal Reserve in 1913, they handed a monopoly on the issuance of the U.S. dollar to a, a, literally a cartel. I think that's actually the best way to describe it, the most accurate way to describe it. This is a private bank owned by private banks. Uh, they own shares in the Federal Reserve, and they're not part of the government, as they say, in their own court filings. Um, so what this institution does is it lends money to the U.S. Treasury, so it allows politicians to spend wild amounts of money without actually raising taxes at the present time. And basically they can fund all of this craziness that they're doing, all of these unconstitutional programs, all these wars, all of this stuff that they like to do. They can fund that just by having given this monopoly on currency, fiat paper money, to the Federal Reserve Bank. So when they do this at the international level... Uh, it follows that they would be able to fund their international systems of government, which are already in place. I mean, it, it's ridiculous to say that there's no global government in the waiting. We have a, an international court. We have international police called Interpol. We have uh, U.N. peacekeeping forces, so they have their own military. Uh, just read the U.N. Charter. The U.N. Charter lays it out very specifically. Uh, you know, the U.N. Security Council can call up the armed forces of any member state to do its will. So the, the global government is already in waiting, and once it has a funding source, whether that be taxes or the ability to print its own money through the IMF or whatever system they choose to set up, uh, it's pretty much all over for U.S. sovereignty. That will be uh, you know, the, the death knell of what remains of American national sovereignty. And our national sovereignty is important because it's really what protects our rights. Right now we have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, uh, so our government was instituted to protect our unalienable rights that come from God. The United Nations is quite the opposite. The United Nations sees itself as the grantor of rights. If anybody reads the UN Declaration of Human Rights, it's very explicit. Governments grant rights. They can be taken away and revoked by law. Uh, you have no rights other than what serves the purposes and principles of the United Nations, and that's stated explicitly in the UN Declaration of Human Rights. So what we're talking about is a system that is almost the polar opposite of what America was designed to be, a constitutional republic. Absolutely. Okay, we'll take another break here. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to our new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it be meant suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information.
Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to our new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could we meet suffering in this world which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. We knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. Alex Newman's here. So we're talking about this new international agreement that is going to standardize the ability of a, an international entity outside of sovereign governments to regulate uh, bank deposits in all nations of the world. It's an agreement that's being implemented by Obama as we speak. There's been very little, if any, congressional opposition. There's been no media coverage. And that this is part of what we've been talking about, which is the internationalization of all aspects of our lives. We talked about Common Core, the internationalization of education. We've talked about Agenda 21, the internationalization of environmental policies. Interpol, an international uh, sort of FBI uh, you know, UNESCO, an international school board. Uh, the UN has so-called peacekeeping troops, which is an international army. And now we're talking about the possibility of an international currency that will mean that our money and the value of our money will be not only out of our own hands in this country, but will be out of our own hands even by any American entity. Uh, Alex, you mentioned that uh, this will affect travel to foreign countries. Um could you talk a little bit on that? What what does that mean? Well, the the what first got me interested in FASCA actually was um, several years ago. I had uh, my bank in Switzerland. I, I'm not trying to hide any money. I lived in Switzerland for four years, which is why I had a bank account there. But uh, they wanted to shut down my account. 
And, uh, you know, I couldn't understand why. And they said, well, you know, the IRS is uh, essentially terrorizing the world into becoming uh, de facto agents of the IRS. And so, you know, we're just not going to deal with it. We don't want American clients anymore. So that really uh, piqued my interest. And I started looking into it, and I came across this thing called FATCA. And what it is is, that, you know, exactly what was described. It, it's an effort by the Obama administration to turn every bank and every other government in the world into agents of the IRS. Now, in response to this... <coughs> Um, I mean, first I'll talk about the impact on Americans abroad, because, uh, you know, people, they think of Americans who live overseas as, you know, rich, fat cats, and uh, there was a concerted demonization campaign against Americans who lived overseas 30 or 40 years ago when they first really started hiking taxes on Americans overseas. So the U.S. government uh, is one of only two in the world that does this. The other is Eritrea. Oh, lovely. Okay, we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from, and where are we going, and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Alex Newman's here. We're talking about this transfer of power uh, from the American uh, government and from even from our own uh, private entities like the Federal Reserve, which at least is moderately American, to an international body that's going to literally change over the nature of our currency. Uh, Alex, what you're describing here is a pretty scary scenario. Uh, it is the uh, essentially the removal of the American currency as the world's currency, which is going to cause major financial dislocations in this country. Just as a sidebar issue, I kind of wonder if that might not have something to do with the fact that the Department of Homeland Security is stocking up on billions of rounds of hollow point, uh, you know, ammunition and bullets and, and other military hardware. I don't know why they're doing that, but it does make you wonder. Uh, and that President Obama signed an executive order in 2012 that would basically suspend the Constitution in a state of emergency that is declared by the president uh, in very vague terms, um, which would basically, and, and the bill is posted on the White House website, um, it would literally turn over uh, control of the economy to, uh, or, or what is literally called public ownership of the means of production to the president. And that that's, of course, the classic language of socialism. So, you know, once this all maybe happens in a in a horror, horrifying uh, scenario, I'm not saying it will happen. We can't know what will happen, but it could certainly happen. It does seem plausible. 
then the American people will be softened up after having lost their draws and after having their money become practically worthless to the idea of a rescue by this international currency. That's what you're describing, it seems to me, Alex. Yeah, I, I think that's a very good description of what's going on, and I, and I think uh, a lot of the arguments you just made are, are not only plausible, but um, even probable unless people get busy and start doing something about it. Because what they've done here, they've put the system in place. All the building blocks are in place where, you know, the right crisis could precipitate drastic changes. And, you know, whatever you want to call them, the powers that be, the, the global government crowd, the establishment, the insiders, the New World Order uh, crew, uh, they're, they're very methodical about what they do. And if we look through history at, uh, you know, how they've managed to increase powers of government and how they've managed to set up all these institutions, what we find is it's generally preceded by a crisis. So I, I think we're on the, on the verge of uh, a potential dollar crisis and another economic crisis and, uh, you know, we know how people react to crises. They, they just grab onto a life rope, uh, whatever, you know, the leaders, so-called, offer them. And we end up uh, accepting these drastic changes. And then, you know, they never get repealed. So I, I think at this point, we right. still have the tools available to stop all of this. Uh, I mean, we need to start electing good people to Congress, good people to our state legislatures. People need to get a handle on what money is, how the Federal Reserve System works, what is going on. And I think it's possible to still slam the brakes on all this if people get busy or, you know, if God decides to intervene, it's always a possibility. But, you know, the, what mm -hmm. their vision is, is, um, you know, very different from what the Founding Fathers would have liked to see, very different from what we consider Western civilization and Christian values and liberty and unalienable rights that come from God. Uh, they have a very different vision of, you know, let's just right. call it what it is. It's a centrally planned world order, and they're very explicit about Yeah, I mean, they believe that rights... Rights come at the favor of the state. As a, I mean, the whole ingeniousness of our founding generation, the whole reason why our, we are an exceptional nation is that we were able to identify the natural fact that rights come from the creator and not from the state. That's what makes us who we are. And this is a reversal of that. This is back to the days of the British tyrant, King George III, where rights were granted by a, a hereditary king if you were in favor of that king, and if you weren't, you didn't have any rights, that you were subjects. You know, as the late great Senator Joseph R. McCarthy said, this is a conspiracy so vast, and I think that that describes the present situation. So to quote Vladimir Lenin, where do we go from here? Yeah, that's the what must be done. question, right? Uh, I mean, I, humanity is literally faced with a fork in the road right now. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's maybe not comfortable to think about it. It's, you know, maybe easier to just go home and watch the football game and read the newspaper and see what the sports are doing and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, literally the whole world now is faced with, you know, essentially two options. We can go in the direction that, uh, these fanatical power hungry maniacs want us to go in. And that's the direction of centralized control. I mean, they, they just put a document out not too long ago that I reported on where even your thoughts are in the crosshairs now. They said everybody needs to change their opinion. Everybody needs to change their behavior. And by everybody, they explicitly say they mean everybody. It's universal. So even your own opinions and your own thoughts are no longer off-limits to these people. So that's one choice. We can go in that direction and have global centralized education, centralized taxes, centralized government, centralized everything, and pretty much no freedom except what they give us. Or we can stand up and say, no, we're going to have our freedom, we're going to have our country, and you guys can get lost.
Okay, we'll be right back. You probably knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Alex Newman's my guest, New American Magazine. Alex, I don't know if you've seen the movie Network, but um, there is it's about uh, the government taking over the media and other things, and there's a character in that movie, um, the Howard Beale. He's, he's, a radio talk, he's a talk show host who's been fired because uh, the government wants to suppress his speech. And he delivers a speech that is really worth reading, and I urge people to check it out. It's online. I'm just going to read the last few sentences because I think it applies here. He says, all I know is that first you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, goddammit. My life has value. So I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Anyway, it's a great piece. It's available online. Just check out this, the Howard Beale speech in Network. It's it's too long to read right now, but uh, it's one of those moments where I suppose Hollywood, maybe in spite of itself, reveals something that's, um, that maybe had a counterproductive effect to what they were expecting. Of course, another one is that great speech in A Few Good Men, where uh, Jack Nicholson delivers that, yeah, uh, you know that great. You want the truth, you can't handle the truth. I mean, they try to make him look like this villainous character, and he was. But that that kind of backfired, I think, as well, because when people heard that, they identified with it. You know, he was talking about these elitists who wanted to characterize him, and while he's out there, you know, fighting and uh, defending the country. So anyway, just a thought, because I think that that. That particular speech characterizes my reaction to what to what you're saying. There's a sense of helplessness in the face of this incredible international, hermetically sealed agenda. You know, here we are. You know, trying to expose it on this radio station, but it, it's so overwhelming in a way that that you ultimately you just have to just stick your head out and yell. I suppose. Yeah, you know, I think we are at the point now where that speech is relevant. People need to get mad, and they need to say enough is enough. But I think at the same time, we don't need to be hopeless because we have the truth on our side, we have the facts on our side, and we have the human spirit on our side, and we have righteousness on our side. Alex Norman, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I'll be back tomorrow with the usual. 
these symptoms familiar? Hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability. How about low libido or weight gain? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it can be practically impossible to get relief from these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin can help you balance hormones and relieve your hot flashes, sleeplessness, irritability, and other symptoms of menopause. And now you can finally lose weight with Ambrin Weight Loss, a powerful new product that will help you get the results you want. So you can finally lose the weight and all those other awful menopause symptoms. Call now and ask how you can get your free sample of Amber and Weight Loss. Just call 1-800-245-9813. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call Amber and right now, 1-800-245-9813. That's 1-800-245-9813. 1-800-245-9813.